Welcome to the Work Camper Show, brought to you by WorkCamper.com. This podcast helps you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. Each one of our episodes will introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to work camping opportunities all around the U.S. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. This week I will be interviewing a representative from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers about volunteer opportunities to work near Tulsa, Oklahoma. Today's episode is sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Tanner Huckabee is a natural resources specialist for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. It's a job he's held for three years. Tanner works at the Keystone Lake Project just west of Tulsa. It's a sprawling lake spanning 26,000 water acres and is well known for fishing. He is looking for a variety of volunteers who like working outdoors to help with beautification and improvement projects. They do things like make garden beds, help maintain trails, and even install fish habitats, in addition to routine work like picking up trash and trimming trees. To tell us more about the Keystone Lake Project, now volunteers can play an important role in making it a wonderful place for people to visit, please welcome Tanner Huckabee with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Tanner. I really appreciate the time. Tell us a little bit about the Keystone Lake Project. Here at Keystone Lake, we're part of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is a federal agency that provides public engineering services to the country and really to the world as far as the military side goes. But for the purposes of this interview, the civil side of the Corps of Engineers, which is the side I'm on, is the largest water-based recreation provider in the country. Our office here on Keystone provides recreation opportunities for Tulsa and surrounding areas with our beautiful lakes and parks and the river. That's wonderful. What do you do for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers? I'm a natural resources specialist. The public, if you ever see me out in a batter on a lake, they'll actually see me in a ranger truck. Yeah, they, most people will call me ranger out here. But as a natural resources specialist, my job is to take care of the land, take care of the people that visit out here to our project, and just really make sure everyone's having a good time out here. How long have you been with the Army Corps of Engineers? I've been with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers for three years. What kinds of things do work campers do at your project? Our volunteers are used for uh, park improvement and park beautification. Our office, we contract out you know, a lot of mowing and cleaning. So we have our volunteers do everything from picking up trash in the park to tree trimming to making garden beds. But on the other side of that, we also have volunteers that, you know, come in and, you know, we've had them install fish habitat, put brush piles for National Public Lands Day. We've had people come out, you know, big groups of people come out and really help us clean up our parks. We've used volunteers for trail maintenance on our horse trails. Really, the sky's the limit. We have so many opportunities out here at Keystone. 
How big is the project? Here at the Keystone Lake office, we actually are over Keystone Lake, Hayburn Lake, and Arcadia Lake. So we have a very wide area that we kind of work in. We have... How big is your campground? A lot of our campgrounds here on Keystone, we have, it varies widely. You know, some of our parts have maybe 28 campsites to well over that. But here on Keystone, we kind of value quality campsites over quantity. So like I said, our volunteers, we really use them to improve our sites, improve our campgrounds and make them beautiful. And that's, that's what we value over having just hundreds of campsites. I've only been to a few U.S. Army Corps of Engineer campgrounds myself, and every one of them I've been to, the sites have been huge compared to private campgrounds and things like that. Is that the way it is at your project too? They can be. Here in the Tulsa District, we go from southern Kansas all the way to northern Texas, and we encompass three states. So you're going to get a lot of different kinds of campgrounds. And here on Keystone Lake, our campgrounds are moderately small compared to a lot of other lakes. And it goes back to that. We're looking for quality campsites and we try to give our public, especially we have a lot of public coming to Tulsa, they're just looking to get away. So we want to make it beautiful and give them a good time. Are these seasonal positions or are you using volunteers all year round? So we kind of look for both. Even as park closes in the wintertime, we'll have the volunteers stay in that park, even when it's closed. And we'll utilize our volunteers to get the park ready for the next recreation season. You know, we'll have them trim up wings. We'll have them rake breeds. We've got jobs all year round volunteers. How far away are you from Tulsa? So we are 20 minutes west of Tulsa. So we, we're in a really good position to get a lot of, a lot of visitation out here. Does it freeze up in that area? Yes, it does. It doesn't happen for very long. I actually, we just got out of it. You know, freeze just a couple of weeks ago. And our freezes usually only last maybe a week or two, but it's pleasant weather pretty much year round here. Wonderful. How many hours a week are the volunteers putting in for you? I'm glad you asked. So here at Keystone, we require a minimum of 24 hours a week, but that can change from lake to lake throughout the Corps of Engineers. Um, and that 24 hours, it's pretty attainable because a lot of the people that are work campers or volunteers that come out here, they're wanting to be in the park, they're wanting to work. And that's really what we're looking for. Do people work a few hours every day or do you like to have them like work three, eight hour shifts? No, they can work at their, you know, leisure. We have our volunteers out there. They're pretty independent out there. They're hands off. We'll let them do their own thing. We'll get with them, give them a few duties that we're meeting down in the park. But like I said, you know, we, we really want our volunteers to work on you know, improvements and beautifications. It's important for our volunteers to, you know, see things and think, hey, I think my family, if they were visiting, would want this done. So they can work at their, whatever their schedule is. So these projects are the things that your volunteers are going to be doing are probably different from what other parks are using them for. And that is to engage in that beautification process rather than just checking guests in and out of the campground. Yeah. And we do have volunteers that check people in and out. But the whole point of having these volunteers, again, is to improve and beautify because with the core business of the federal agency, at least here on Keystone, we contract out you know, a lot of our mowing and a lot of our cleaning. So we're able to utilize these volunteers in a more effective way that kind of makes it a nicer place for the public. None of these positions are paid, correct? That is correct. So our volunteers here, we compensate them 
when we can, we compensate them with either a full hookup side of the park, but we can also compensate them with camping vouchers with day use passes. If a volunteer works, you know, a hundred hours of service, we can hook them up with a use site park pass, which lets them in any corp engineers, uh, day use area throughout the country. If they've worked 250 hours of service, we can give them America the beautiful volunteer pass, which will get them in any federal park throughout the country. And are those passes good for an entire year or just while they're working at the park? They are good for an entire year. That's a nice perk. It is, yeah, definitely for people that are wanting to travel and see the whole country. I mean, it's really a good program. Are these full hookup sites? Uh, yes, sir, they are. Actually, in, even in our campground that doesn't have full hookup sites in the past for volunteers, we're actually currently upgrading the two head full at the electric and water and sewage. So it will have full hookup in all of our volunteer sites now, yes. What's the cell reception like in that area? It's good. Like I said, we're 20 minutes west of Tulsa. We get a lot of people from the city, and it's important for everyone to be able to communicate. We get all kinds of kinds out here, Greg. Is there because cell service is real important. Is there one cell phone service that seems to work better in that area than others? I'm on Verizon myself, and it works throughout the whole lake, everywhere from all the way north of the lake to south of the lake. As a ranger, I go all over, and I've never had issues with cell coverage, so that's another kind of perk. I know a lot of people on their show go to these places that are out in the middle of nowhere. If you come here, you're going to have service. That's right. Do you offer internet service to your volunteers? So we do not. Okay. We do have several people in our area that they can contact and get the internet service if they need to. How many work campers are you looking for this year? So we're looking for anyone we can. I say that because, like I said, even if we don't have a full hookup site for a volunteer to come, which we do have those currently, we will utilize any volunteer that comes and talks to us and wants to do some work. We will utilize them in some way. Okay, so you don't have a specific number of slots you're looking to fill. You will just work with anybody and everyone who would, wants to come to volunteer. We will. And so if someone wants to be a full-time volunteer like for a year round, we may have to move some things around to get full hookup side for them. But if someone's just passing through and one of your work campers wants to stop in and work for a week, we can definitely get them some camping vouchers and they can do some work here and move down the road. Do you accept single volunteers? Oh, yes. We accept single volunteers. We accept couples. We accept families. We've got all kinds of different kinds of volunteers that have been with us throughout the years. I will say sometimes it's a little easier for couples to work out there, but it's for everybody. If a single wants to come in and work, more power to them. What kind of traits and qualifications are you looking for in your volunteers? I'm glad he asked. A trade of some sort is always great. Our volunteers, if they have a background of some kind of trade, like a painter, a carpenter, et cetera. But we don't require that for the Corps of Engineers for our volunteers to have any kind of particular background. Uh, we're more interested in people who want to be in the parks, who want to make the place a more enjoyable place for their family or the families of the community. And we need people with a good work ethic, because like I told you, I'm not going to regulate your hours on how you get the hours. People with integrity, they're going to do the work and just really help us out. You don't need any special skills or training, but are you looking for somebody with specific things? Do you have some projects that you wish you would have a volunteer to be able to do the work for you? 
I can tell you that a big thing, getting the parks ready, because our parks that do close more time open April 1st, a big job that we have for volunteers is painting grills and fire rings. So painting is always a good skill to have for our volunteers. But if it's a skill that you just don't have, we can always help you out and train you on this skill. If the positions start on April 1st, when would they typically end? They can stay as long as they want. We've had volunteers come out and stay just a couple months at a time. I've got one party interested currently in volunteering with us that they're about to start their RVing life. So they're going to start here at Keystone, which is pretty cool. They're going to start here. They're going to stay from March 1st until September. And that's fine. We'll take, like I said, we'll take any kind of volunteer we can get. And the fact that people want to start their RVing life out here is really cool. You're going to spoil them. Yes, we are going to spoil them. I think it's going to be a good time. And I hope they can do some projects of their own out there. When it comes to scheduling them, does that mean that they can pretty much set their own hours? So if they want to work their 24 hours one week and then take an entire week off and work 24 hours at the end of the next week, that would be possible? And that we take care of our volunteers. If something pops up and you can't get all your hours, we'll work with you. You can get some the next week. That's fine. If you're sick, it's not like we're going to ask you to leave the park. <laughs> we appreciate our volunteers. Our volunteers help us so much. And we try to back them up wherever we can. Okay. And so there's no real set schedule for the volunteers to put in the hours because you've got them doing work that isn't necessarily dependent on being on duty at a specific time? That's it. Yep. So they can get up at 5 a.m. and start working. They can work until 10 o'clock at night. It really, as long as they're being safe and they're getting the other hours, 24 hours a week in, uh, it really doesn't matter. They could get 10 hours a day in if they wanted. That's an unusual perk. Yeah. It's very nice. Like I said, we're pretty hands off. The way we record those hours is we have an hour sheet that our volunteers will fill out. They'll put down what jobs they do. And of course, we have ranchers in the park that do a little bit of quality assurance to make sure they're actually doing those jobs. They're right there. But as far as getting those jobs done, it's up to them. Are you recruiting for volunteers all the time? Or is there a specific time of the year that you generally tend to do your recruiting? All the time. We will take volunteers all the time, Greg. And I will say, you know, around like National Public Lands Day, or even March when the park's about to open. You know, it's really nice to have people that want to come in and do some, you know, temporary volunteering just because I feel like there's a little bit more of a need at that in March, getting ready for the park to open. And on National Public Lands Day, we have big projects we want to accomplish. So there are times of the year where maybe we want a few more volunteers now rather than later, but we will take, and we have projects all the time, so we'll take them anytime, yeah. What's involved in the interviewing and hiring process? Yes. So we have a required application. So if a volunteer or work camper is interested in volunteering for us, they can give us a call. They can, they can email us. They can get our social media. We post opportunities on our social media as well, but we can get you this application. You'll fill the application around, you can get it back to us. If you call up here, we can talk a little bit about what positions we have, what we need done before you even turn the application in. If you're not interested, then all right, at least we've talked. But a big thing for me in that inter is once we, I get your application in and talk to you to, to see how interested you are of being in the park, what your goals are. 
because I need volunteers that have a vision, I guess, when they walk into a park. I, I don't need someone that's just going to do, you know, everything right. You know, it's nice for volunteers that can see things that need done and do them before we even ask. What can a volunteer really do to stand out in the application process if they really wanted to come work for you? If you really want to stand out for me, give me a call. If you're local, if you're from Tulsa, if you're from Oklahoma, or even if you're just driving through and you're interested, stop in and see me. It's really nice to talk to people in person. It's nice to talk to people on the phone. I can really learn a, a lot of you just by talking to you and getting to know you and knowing your skills, knowing your interests is really important in selecting a volunteer. What kinds of things can people do in their free time when they're in that area? Yeah, so what really draws people to our area, of course, is Tulsa. So you have a little bit of that city life here. And then when you're in Tulsa and you want to get away, you can just come on 20 minutes out here to Houston and, and you can have that city life and come out here, get away. We also have camping, swim beaches. We've got about a 600 acre ATV island here on Keystone Lake where you can ride in on your four wheelers, your side by sides. We have boating. And we have multiple marinas um, that have restaurants on them so you can eat on the water. And for any of your work campers that are into fishing, we have plenty of sport fishing here in Keystone. Really cool fact here about Keystone. Keystone has had many world record paddle fish caught here, which has really drawn a lot of people. That would be fun to go out there and do some fishing. The lake looks huge on a map. How big is it? Uh, it's about 26,000 water acres. Oh my. I can imagine there'd be some significant fishing and water sports activities available on that lake. Oh yeah. We have a lot of boaters out on holiday weekends out on the water. It can get pretty intense because we have so many people out here. Like I said, Tulsa is such a big city and we're just, it's so convenient just to come out here to Keystone that we get a lot of visitation. You're not too far from Oklahoma City either. We are not. We're just about an hour and a half, two hours away. In fact, for people who love to get a bunch of states knocked off their list of places they've been, you're in an ideal area. You're not too far from Kansas. You got Oklahoma, not too far from Texas, Arkansas, Missouri. Lots of things for people to do. Springfield is only a couple of hours away. They got that big bass pro shop up there. What's one thing you wish all of the volunteers knew before they came to work for you? If anyone wants to come out here and be a volunteer, one thing that I really want our volunteers to know before they come out here is I expect someone with good integrity, someone who's going to work hard and have a good work ethic. But I also want them to know we're going to have your back when you come out here. You don't have to be worried. What if I'm six here and I can't get my hours? We're going to work with you. And if for some reason you're not getting your hours in, you're having a hard time, we're not going to even just kick you out right now. We're going to meet with you and talk about your issues. We're really, we're very lenient. And another thing they really need to know is we have a lot of manual labor out here. As far as administrative jobs go, we don't really have a whole lot of volunteer administrative jobs. So everything you do is going to be in the park, just working out there, which is good if you really like being outdoors. You're out there with wildlife and the outdoors. But if that's not your thing, then that makes sense. A lot of the work is outdoors. Yes. Yep. Got it. Where can people get more information if they'd like to get an application? Yeah, so if they want to get an application, they can get a hold of our social media. They can look up USA's Tulsa or U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Tulsa District on Facebook or all the social medias. 
they can go to our USA's Tulsa website, or they can even just call the Keystone Lake office. Like I said, that's a big thing for me is if someone wants to be a volunteer right here, I want to talk to you. Just call the Keystone Lake office, ask for Tanner, and we can have a little conversation. I can get your email. I can email you the application, and we can kick it off right there. Thank you so much for your time today, Tanner. I appreciate it. Sounds like a fun activity for volunteers, and you're going to spoil them by letting them schedule their time <laughs> as they want to do it, and it fits in their schedule. That's so unusual for an employer to be able to offer that. So I hope a lot of people take advantage of it. Yeah, and we're very lenient with that. If there is a lot of hard work to be done out here, but volunteers, they're, they're our backbone up there in the parks on a lot of things. Volunteers can improve our parks over local hires and stuff like that, but you can't get someone who wants to improve the parks like the volunteers can by just going out and hiring someone local. Our, our operation here, Keystone, we rely very heavily on volunteers for many reasons. Uh, but a big part of it is, is that we can't afford to pay someone to do all the work they're volunteers. Last year alone, volunteers here at Keystone worked 3,382 hours. So plain and simple, we, we need our volunteers so that our parks and safe functioning stay beautiful so the families in our community can keep coming out here and enjoying their time. That's a very good point. People should come out there and check it out for recreation, but also it's a wonderful place to work. It is, Greg. Thank you again for your time. I appreciate it. Take care, Greg. I'm grateful for the opportunity to interview Tanner Huckabee, a natural resources specialist with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers project at Keystone Lake in Oklahoma. Army Corps of Engineers projects are a hidden gem in the outdoor recreation industry. The parks are always beautiful and often built on lakes and rivers, which makes a plethora of outdoor recreation opportunities possible. The Keystone Lake project is no different. In fact, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers district also includes Hayburn Lake and Arcadia Lake as well. Hanner said Keystone Lake emphasizes the quality of campsites over quantity, it's something I have witnessed at U.S. Army Corps of Engineers campgrounds I have visited. The RV sites are often very large compared to other facilities. A unique aspect of volunteering at the Keystone Lake project is that work schedules are completely flexible, where campers commit to volunteering 24 hours a week in exchange for a free full hookup RV site but they can determine how and when they schedule those hours. They can work a few hours every day or pack them all in over a course of a few days in order to have more time to explore the region. Another unique thing about Keystone Lake is that the project contracts with third-party companies to clean the bathrooms and mow the grass, which means work campers don't do any of that. There are not many administrative jobs for volunteers to do at the project, so Tanner wants people to know that they'll be involved in activities to enhance the quality and beauty of the project. Tanner said work campers can commit to volunteering for a few weeks, a few months, an entire season, or even all year if they wish. The project accepts singles, couples, and families. We'd like to work with volunteers who have integrity and a good work ethic. There's plenty to do in that area, Tulsa is only a few minutes away, and Oklahoma City is about 90 minutes away. The project is located about four hours from Dallas, about three hours from Springfield, Missouri, about 90 minutes from Arkansas. Visitors can still enjoy remnants of the original Route 66, and scenic beauty is prevalent in the area. That means there are plenty of opportunities for hiking and biking, in addition to visiting museums and many state parks. For more information on the project, people can visit the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers website, 
or call Tanner directly at 918-340-9754. The project also has a page on Facebook. Today's episode is brought to you by the featured employers at WorkCamper.com. These WorkCamper employers have taken an extra step to share some photos and detailed information about their WorkCamper programs. Opportunities exist for solos, couples, and families, whether they're full-time, part-time, seasonal, and even long-term jobs. Some are income opportunities and others involve volunteering at locations throughout the United States. Go to workcamper.com forward slash FE to meet the featured employers today. Employers who are seeking to hire work campers can learn about the benefits of year-round recruiting by becoming a featured employer. More information about featured employers is available at workcamper.com forward slash FE details. That's all I have for this week's show. Please tune in again next week for another fun interview. Thanks for listening to The Work Camper Show.